What's up, everyone? It's the MAOB Daily Podcast for Monday, October 30th, 2023. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin. It's Big Marcel over there. We uh, we did have a time change. What was it yesterday, Marcel? You're you're in your, uh, what's it called, daylight savings time now or whatever? It's yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. guys have a little bit of time change. Yeah, and then I think ours is coming up next week, so yeah. hopefully we uh, figure that out before the podcast starts. But, uh, man, a week off. Now we're back, though. How you doing, brother? Yeah, I'm doing well, man. How about you? Um, not bad. I'm just, uh, just retweeting it right now. Um, oh, pretty tweeting. good, man. You know, uh, no, no complaints really. Um, you know, we had the week off, which was fine. Um, uh, but it, you know, I missed the UFC obviously. Right. Um, mm-hmm. ready to, ready to get back into it. Um, cause I feel like when we have these off weeks, it's just, I don't know. My, just with my situation right now, like my Saturday nights are not the most exciting to be honest with you guys. So, I, I look forward to those cards on Saturday, even if it's like fucking Norma Dumont fighting Aspen Lad. Like it's still better than, you know, some of the Saturday nights I've had <laughs> last little while. But uh, <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> yeah, you said, re- you said ready to go, go back into it. So. <laughs> Can't wait. But yeah, I'm just, I'm just trying to keep a keep a smile on my face during a, a rough time. And we got our uh, we got some comments in the chat. We're at Glenn. What's up, brother? Octagon updates. Marcel, forget the time zone. Need to take a shit. No, 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 no. That's not what happened. Uh, I was just telling Marcel a really funny story before we started. Um, I, I I cannot get onto this. I can't get into this on the air, Marcel. I'm pretty sure I'd get canceled if I tell yeah, the story. For yeah, sure. so I can't say it, guys. But I'll just say it involves uh, me and uh, <laughs> and, so, and some some girl. I'll just say. That. <laughs> yeah, it was it's funny. I can't say it though. I wish I could tell you guys on the air, but like someone will clip it and they'll send it to my employer, and I'll, I'll mm-hmm. get canceled for. Telling a funny story. It's funny. Nothing bad happens. Just funny. But again, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Antoine, what's up, brother? How you doing, man? Antoine, he asked me to go on their podcast next week for to do uh, UFC 295 preview with him and Paul Torkington. But unfortunately, I can't do it just because we're doing ours. And then I'm going, me and James have the preview too, right? For that card. So I don't think I should do three in a week. I think that'd be too much. That'd be overkill. I don't think anyone cares about my opinion that much on the fight. This would be three times. Price well, yeah, is shot again. I think we're doing it next week, yeah. Oh, because, next week, nice, nice. Or uh, either uh, – yeah, I think we're doing it next week, right? Because that the card's on next Saturday, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, not this Saturday coming. You know what I mean? Like the, the Saturday after, 295. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It cre- crept up on us, right? But uh, yeah. anyways. Uh, yes. By the way. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Don't, don't, don't you think that the UFC doesn't do a lot for the 30-year anniversary? Or is it just me, man? They're not doing jack shit for it, bro. And honestly, like, the card is not that good. Like, okay, I shouldn't say that. The, the top two fights are great. There's no doubt. But, like, there's a lot of fights that aren't that great in this card. And, like, it's kind of like it's like a very top-heavy card. And the rest of it's like a fight night. You know, it's, it's like, like a, fight a fun, night. fun card, but not wow factor. You know what I mean? You thought for the 30th anniversary they would do, yeah. like, three title fights or something maybe? Mm-hmm. Or, like... I get to be fair, they did book Jones and Miosic, and they thought that fight itself would sell the card. But now that it's off, even with Aspen on Pavlovich, I still feel like it's missing something. But again, we'll talk Actually, about that next there's week. No, there is no current champion on that card. That's funny you said that. That's that's true. Anyways, we'll talk about that card next week. Let's just get a comment from Antoine. He, want, he wants to have you on the show too. So there you go. Thank you, man. Yeah, for sure. I think Reach he's got his DMs open, or maybe yeah. they're not open, but yeah, you're open. Okay, there you go. Um, no, I don't yeah. have my DMs open, but you can contact you me on the Discord, right? Yeah, on Discord. All right. And, uh, we could talk about Nagano really quick. You watched the fight, I think, right? Mm-hmm. I thought he won. I, 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 listen, man, I feel like almost everybody 
uh, all, all the MMA community feels he wins. And only the people who are watching boxing often are like, nah, not really. You know, and I'm like, and okay. even some boxing people thought he won, and even one of the judges thought he won. Like, there was actually quite a few boxing, like former champs and everything, that thought he won. I just think uh-huh. again, bo- I know the boxing scoring criteria is different, right? And I'm not, I'm not an expert in boxing, so like that's why when the decision came, first off, I even thought they'd give it to Fury anyways, just because we know how boxing is. Um, but I, I did think Francis, like again, I thought he would. Like, if you look at the criteria of boxing, it's like who they have the cleaner punches. The ring generalship, aggression, I believe, and then um, def- defense, I think, is the other one. I kind of feel like Francis beat him in most of the categories, to be honest with you. And like, if you look at the numbers, they're very close, right? But Francis had that knockdown, and I think Francis was the more aggressive guy of the two, personally. I thought he, I really thought he won the fight, guys. I, I um, feel, I feel the yeah, same way. Uh, let me ask you a question. Uh, maybe I'm with my uh, my tinfoil hat on, but now imagine. Tyson Fury fought like Francis did. Who yeah. would have won? Tyson Fury. Yeah. So in my opinion, and everyone would have said, "Oh, he easily won." That's the yeah. thing, right? Yeah. So yeah. in my, I, I don't know, man. I, I felt like when it went to the judges, I already felt like hmm, they're probably going to screw Francis for some reason, you know. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you know, I don't want to call it a robbery, but I thought it was a bad decision. I thought Francis won the fight. That's how I see it, you know. And uh, there were people who contacted me. It's like, man, Francis only won three rounds. I was like, okay, if you think that. I, I thought he won. Uh, listen, man, I had, at the at the least, I had him winning five rounds. At the least, you know. And then he has a 10-8 round, so he wins, in my opinion, you know. Well, if he won five and had 10-8, yeah. Yeah. No, oh, yeah, because it's 10 rounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. I, I think that's what the judge had, right? 95, 94. I think that means he won five. And right, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that actually that is what happened. I I be honest with you, man. It, it's one of those things where, like, again, with boxing, it, it's different. Like it, it, three minute rounds, there's 10 rounds. Like sometimes when I watch boxing, I'm not taking the score each round, right? So I I, I that's why I'm saying now, like, I'm not an expert, but like I real like when we watched the fight, I thought he won mo- like at least five, like you said, five of the rounds. Like that's what I thought when uh, we were watching. Also, man, take take in mind, take in mind that uh, Alexander Usyk is uh, is ringside. You know, I mean yeah. that fight is already like booked for December twenty yeah. third. Yeah. It's like if if Fury loses here, so that fight money. ain't happening. You know what I mean? So yeah, they can't lose all that money. You know, I completely yeah. agree with you. Um, let's see here. Get some comments here as well. Boxing's rigged. Remember one time Wilder. Dropped Fury, gave him 10 more seconds. Yeah. I mean, UFC could be rigged at sometimes too, it feels like. Uh, have you watched Jake Paul's diss track? No, I haven't seen it. I, don't, I haven't seen that. You saw it, Marcel? No? No, I haven't. No. Uh, Glenn, Saudi would never get a decision. That he was high- exactly. And I mean, that's that's why I thought he'd win it, uh, Fury. Um, oh, man. They had so many celebrities. They spent so much money in the production. Yeah. Like, I think it was pretty cool. Like, I will say this. Like, took way too long for these guys to get to the fucking ring. Took like an hour for them to like walk out, it feels like. But the overall feel of the event was like huge. Like it was pretty cool. Um, what name would you like to see Francis fight next? Wilder, Joshua. Both those fights are good, man. I mean, here's the thing. Like again, even though he lost on the scorecards, like Francis is the big winner here. You know, his stock is through the roof. Like even though he lost, most people thought he won. It was a split decision against the the, the champion of uh, the heavyweight division in boxing, and you know he knocked him down. He fucking dropped him. Like. I think Francis is stocked to the roof right now. Um, 
I know, I think he said he still plans on fighting PFL. I just, I don't see why when you can fight in boxing and make more money, right? Like, I just think it makes more sense for him to stay in boxing, personally. What do you think? Yeah, I would do as well, you know. Definitely now you got to hype a little bit around you. Why not, you know? The thing is, does PFL be okay with it when that happens? I don't know. We'll see. Right. What do you think that Usyk guy's crazy fucking eyes? Eh? He's a scary dude, huh? Yeah, he is. <laughs> he's a fucking scary guy, man. Like, I would not want to fight that guy. And he's, you know, he's undefeated. I think he's, what is his record check right now? 21 and 0. Very undefeated. I mean, and, that, and someone mentioned the, the last decision with Joshua, right? Cl like, close fight, but on paper, beat him twice. Yeah, I, again, I think for, for Nagano, I, I just think staying in boxing makes more sense. Like, again, like, okay, so he goes to PFL, right? Let's just see, guys. Let's say he goes to PFL. Dennis Goldsov, he's gonna fight him in a super fight. Like that's who's who's gonna get I was gonna say who's gonna get hard for that. <laughs> who's gonna get excited for that? No, seriously though. Like that's not an exciting fight. That's not one that gets you like amped up. Head and Ferrer, same thing. Same with um anti Delia. If they had signed Derek Lewis as a free agent, maybe that would have been big. But like even even then, like these other boxing matches are bigger. Like boxing's just there's more money for him in there, you know. Yeah, I'll um, I'll ask that too for to Derek. Tomorrow, I have an interview with him. So I'm going to. Derek Lewis? Yeah, Derek Lewis. I'll ask him. Oh, uh, Lewis, yeah. Why, why, nice. yeah nice. I'm going to ask him why he re signed with the UFC and wasn't maybe thinking about fighting Francis and PFL. I, I don't know what he's going to say. Maybe he's like, do it. Why should I? <laughs> I Mateus Shuffle versus Nagano. <laughs> that, that's, a former, that's a former Chelsea goalkeeper, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it's the same name. Bruno Capaloza. Yeah, sure. The guy who lost the Shuffle. You guys see PFL with Bellator? That's what Al's saying. Um, I read it, yeah. Al's I don't know. I mean, we'll see. Like, Al's reporting's been inconsistent. I like Al a lot. He's a nice guy. I used to work with BJ Penn. I think his reporting's been kind of inconsistent during this whole thing, personally. <laughs> I, I have to laugh about it. Al is great, you know. From, I like Al. But, I'm just saying. But, but he's like, yeah. But he's like, uh, yeah, I'm not the real jeweler anymore, so I can't put out if I hear something. You know, <laughs> it's like, dude. I, I, exactly. Yeah. No, I like Al. Like I said, I used to work with BJ. He's a nice guy and everything. It's just like yeah, yeah. him and that other guy, that, that uh, Todd um, Atkins guy, like they post a lot of like conflicting in information and it's just hard to really believe anything. I, I do feel like PFL will eventually buy Bellator, but I don't, I don't think it's happened yet. We'll see though. We'll see. Um, PFL. Yeah, they have exactly. All right. Anyways, I think we talked enough about Francis area. Anything else you want to mention or are you good? I'm good, man. All right, guys. All right. So we got to get into the UFC Sao Paulo preview here and we got, was it 13 fights? I think, right? Marcel, it's a pretty good card. We had 14 fights. Card. Is there any fight for David or uh, Lucas Alexander? Because David and Mama fell out. Anything? Nothing yet, man. Nothing yet. All right. What's your overall thoughts on this card, man, as a whole? Like, from top to bottom, what do you think? I always ask you that. What do you think? I think it's a pretty fun card, man. I, I think there's uh, some... Uh, uh, it's really weird that Renat, again, Zaleski is on the <sighs> prelims. I mean, and also, like, in oh, Brazil, man. they heavily promoted uh, Jalton, uh, Caio Barayo, and Vito Petrino, but Vito Petrino is on the prelims. He's he's got heavily heavy promotion in Brazil. It's yeah. really weird, you know. And they got the fucking uh, Don't Tell Maze against uh, Rodrigo Nascimento too on the main card. I still don't know why they rebooked that fight, you know, because uh, Rodrigo pretty much beat him easily in the first fight. I remember, but we'll see, man. I don't know. It's it's like always. And people say like, yeah, but I mean, they want to spread that. I think the best fight should be at the end. You know what I mean? But yeah. Yeah, no, I completely agree with that. All right, uh, let's get into it, guys. We'll get into 
UFC Sao Paulo, and like I said, we've got 13 fights to break down, so let's get into it. We'll start with the first fight of the night. We have the lightweights going at it as Mark Diakias, he takes on Kawe Fernandez, and the odds for this one have Diakias slightly favored here. Not, not by much, but uh, he is favored going into Brazil, minus 130, plus 110 on Fernandez, I want to hear your thoughts on this fight. I think it's an interesting fight to kick off the card. What do you think, Ben? Yeah, it's definitely an interesting fight, man. I mean, uh, Mark Diacasey, you know, English guy. Um, had, had two wins, you know, in 2022. Look, look back on track with a lot of wrestling, which we are not uh, used to be from him. Then he lost close fight to Michael Johnson, and then he lost at Joel Alvarez, uh, Dar's joke, which in, um, I think he got illegally hit or something. I don't know what happened anymore exactly. And uh, then he uh, he got yeah. choked out. I know I was really upset about it. Um, on a two fight losing losing skit right now. Uh, if you look at the Kawe Fernandez, he won his last two fights. His last his last fight he lost. Over, uh, before that, he lost a fight against uh, Luan Sardinia in LFA, and that dude is still undefeated. So I, I'm actually I'm kind of surprised. You know, like they're signing a new guy. You know. But the most recent guy he lost to is undefeated, but they haven't signed him. You know, really weird. I don't know. Maybe I'm off, but th that's kind of weird to me. But, but the guy uh, yeah. he lost, to, the guy he lost to, you mean? Yeah, they haven't signed him. But he, yeah. but maybe because of the spectacular it's, knockouts it's, he had this last year. It's exactly yeah. that's why. Yeah. Yeah, probably. But uh, now I'm, I'm gonna go with the case here, man. I think he goes with this with uh, safe here. We, we seen it before, man. When his hat is on the chopping block, he fights safe, and I think he does it again here. He's gonna try to be. Uh, Heavy on top wrestling, uh, Mark Diacasey kicking the night out with a decision win over Fernandez. Yeah, it's an interesting fight. I think um, I'm honestly kind of on the I'm kind of torn on this one. To be honest with you guys, like it's not really a fight I have interest in betting because I'm I'm kind of torn on um, Diacasey. Like you know, he's basically a wrestler now at this point in his career. Like that's the way he wins his fights. He'll try to take you down. It's been somewhat effective, like against uh, Slava Borshev and, and Hadzovic, but. The last two fights hasn't really been effective. Like against Michael Johnson, he couldn't get him down once, right? Six takedown attempts, no takedowns landed. I know Johnson's decent takedown defense, but it's not like it's, you know, it's not the best takedown defense. And he couldn't get him down at all. And then the Alvarez guy he took down, but then obviously they had that weird ending to the fight. At the same time, I, I, I don't like it, it's just tough because, like, I kind of feel like they would want the other guy to win here, right? Yeah, Cali Fernandez, because, you know, Man, I, I gotta be honest with you. So again, I hadn't really, I didn't really know a lot about him, and I watched his tape. I was watching yesterday, and like the last two knockouts were fucking sick, right? I, actually, I've watched a few of his knockouts. The guy's really fun to watch, man. He's got a lot of power. The problem is the takedown defense, because like you said, that one loss he has, he gets taken down, grinded out in that fight. Um, it was it was somewhat competitive, but again, taken down, grinded out. It was two years ago though, so I figure he'd been improving on that in the last two years a lot. Um, and then since then, two spectacular knockouts. With DKC, I mean, he's going to try to wrestle the wrestle to the ground here. That's why he's favored. Because on paper, he probably is the better grappler. I don't know though, man. I I like I liked what I saw from the other guy though. Like I, I feel like the striking is, is really strong. I do think he has pretty good cardio. He can go the three rounds. Like there was that other fight. I think it was the Bruno Rodriguez fight where he he went deep into the fight and he actually had the better cardio. So. He might get taken down, grinded out here is definitely possible. But at the same time, man, I think he's super dangerous on the ground. I think he has more of the upside in this fight too. So I guess we'll start off with the split here, Marcel. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the dog. I'll, I'll take Fernandez. It's not a super confident pick. Again, he, he doesn't have any UFC experience. And 
um, the wrestling's an issue. So, I mean, I, I, I'm just saying that stuff. It's making me want to like, talk out of it. But at the same time, like I, I do think there's like quite a bit of upside here with this dude. So I'll, I'll take him to win the fight, Marcel. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's a good fight to open the card. I think it's a good one. Um, I will say too, like I, I think most of these fights, Brazilian versus foreigner, I think most of the Brazilian guys win. And, you know, this is one of the only times in the whole card where the Brazilian guy's a dog. So I'll take the dog to start the car off. Yeah. All right, let's go to the next fight here, guys. We have... Eduardo Mora taking on Montserrat Conejo. Odds for this one. Uh, Mora minus 440. Uh, Conejo plus 340. I mean, how do you not take Mora here, right? Like, how, how do you not? I mean, she's undefeated. She has really strong grappling. Um, and the other girl, uh, Conejo, just, I think she's so terrible in the UFC. I and mean, she had that one win over Cheyenne's list was where he just used that, you know, uh, head and arm throw to take her down, headlock, whatever, to hold her on the ground. And and it was just rinse repeated. And since then, just not look good. Like the, the Lemush loss, you can kind of forgive her for that because Lemush is a beast. But the Amarine fight, like sheer domination, like I, I would almost think it was like, right, like a 10, potentially a 10 7 round in that first round. Like a, it was pure domination. She looked awful in that fight. I landed 86 to 6. Um, you know, and gets finished in the third round by, by Naka, which I did call in this podcast. Yeah, I'm gonna take. I'm taking Mora. Like, to be honest with Marshall, she I think she probably finishes this fight. So that's the way I go here. Mora by by stoppage. What do you think? Yeah, I'm also taking Eduardo Mora. I was surprised by her on the Contender Series. I think she was a slight favorite. Opened up as a pick and back then, and she completely destroyed that girl. Um, she fought um, teammate of Jalton Almeida as well. Uh, strong team. Um, yeah, I'm also on Eduardo's side here. I think she wins. I think she finishes actually in the first round, man. She's pretty strong. Um, I would say a TKO by ground and pound, probably. Yeah. I'm yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. I think, yeah. And remember, Canelo's like, she's fucking tiny too, right? Like, she's it's five six to five zero. You know, she, the other girl's a six inch reach advantage too. So she's just going to be way bigger and stronger. And like you said, just dominate. And the other, the other girl's a you know, Mexican wrestling champ, but it hasn't been, you know, in my opinion, very impressive. So. We'll go with that. All right, Marcel, we go to the next fight here, guys. We have Angela Hill taking on Denise Gomes, who just got a haircut. <laughs> I saw your post, Marcel. Shaved her head. Um, <laughs> Gomes minus 130, Angela Hill plus 110. I'll, I'll start off right here. I mean, I'm, I'm going with Denise Gomes, bro. I was in I was in Vegas for her last fight where she destroyed Yasmin Draghi. I mean, it was beyond dominant, right? And then the other fights, the Brazil fight, beyond dominant. And I know she lost to Loma in her debut, but, like, she – Put up a decent fight. I, I understand the scorecards were wide, but like if you watch that fight, it was actually like I think it was short notice too for her. Like she put up a decent fight, and I think she's just improved since then. She's very young. She's only twenty two years old, uh, twenty three years old. Excuse me. She's improving. She's getting better every fight. Um, super dangerous striker. And like here's the again. It's like it's actually kind of like the first fight of the of the card. Angie Hill, tons of experience in the UFC, tons of high level experience. You know, proving cardio to go the, the full five. But the problem is with her, like. That last fight was just such a bad look. Like I, I really do feel like she it could have been one of those fights where she's now on a huge decline spot because she took a ton of damage in that fight against Mackenzie Dern. You know, just just a brutal performance by her. Um again, I, you, I can make you can make the argument for Angela Hill here with all the experience, all the all the decisions. Like she's definitely good at winning decisions, but like I actually think the other girl is just super fucking dangerous, man. And I, I think she wins. So to be honest with you, Marcel, I know that Angie Hill has been, you know, really tough throughout her career, but if anyone's going to knock her out, it would be Denise Gomes, someone like her. So 
I think there's a chance she could knock her out. I'm, I'm taking Gomes, though, for sure. What do you think? Um, I think it's a difficult one, but man, yeah. to be really honest, you know, because, man, the popular pick would be Denise Gomez, definitely how she fought in her last two fights, you know. What we've seen in other fights, for for example, against Loma Luke Boonby in a fight, I picked her and she actually lost. It was short notice. I gave her that for sure, you know. But she wasn't that great on the ground back there in that fight, you know. And I think if Ange and Angela, listen, everybody sees Angela Hill as a kickboxer. I do as well, pretty, pretty much, you know. But she has underrated ground ground game, in my opinion, you know. You know, Dern didn't finish her, you know what I mean, on the ground. So, um it's a difficult one. You either go with Gomez by 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 finish, or you go with Angela Hill by decision. That's how I feel about this one. Um, I mean, I, it's it's really hard, in my opinion. I keep saying this; it's really hard. Um, I, I'm going with Hill decision. Fair I, enough. I'm going, yeah, it's it's. Fair it's I'm, I'm far from sure, you know. Gomez yeah. can catch her. Gomez can can knock her out. We know she has the power. Yeah. I'm going with Hill by decision. This is a typical fight that everybody pretty much counts Angela Hill out, and Angela Hill might might get the win. You know, remember yeah. that Lupi Godinez fight where everybody counted Angela Hill out, and then Angela Hill got the win. Um, yeah, I'm I'm taking Angela Hill this time. I think she wins the decision, but wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't happen. Yeah, and like again, the odds are close for this, so it's minus one thirty plus one ten. Actually, the same odds as the DK and, and Kali Fernandez fight. Like, I feel like they're both very similar matchups. I'm taking both like the prospects in the fight, and you're taking both the veterans. So, watch it be one and one, right? They're gonna yeah, always. That's always, always gonna happen, man. Fuck. Anyways, I don't blame you at all for taking uh, Andrew Hill. All right, let's go to the next fight here. We got your boy Vitor Petrino taking on Modestus Bukowskis. Odds for this one: Vitor Petrino minus two thirty, Modestus plus one ninety. You know, Marcel, like this, I think this is an interesting fight. This is kind of, for me, I'm staying away from this one too. Um, it's hard not to pick Petrino because he's, you know, 2 0 in the UFC. He's, he's looked good. You know, I was, again, I was at his last fight. That was on the same card with Gomes, the Vegas card, 290. Dominant against Pratchio, you know, takes him down, finishes him in the third round. The fight with Tercali again takes him down, but it was more of a competitive fight. He showed that knockout power on, on the contender, undefeated. There's a lot to like about this guy, right? There is. Like, I think he's. I think he's fucking dangerous. But, like, at the same time, I think Modestus has looked really good since coming back to the UFC with the two wins over Pedro and, and Pauga. Um, and I think he was an underdog in both those fights, too, right? So he's looked good. He's looked very good, I think. Um, although, I, you know, the last fight with Pauga could have went either way, probably. But overall, looked good. You know, again, more experienced in the UFC. You know, he's fought some good competition. It's crazy because I'll be honest with you, Marcel. After he got destroyed by Khalil Roundtree, I thought this guy's career was over. Like, with that serious knee injury he had. He's come back and look better than ever. So I do feel like he's a live dog here, man. If he can keep this fight in the feet, I think he could, you know, outpoint the other guy. Um, I just don't know if he can for the full three rounds. Like the other guy, Petrino's got really good wrestling. And for a guy that's like as strong as him, like, and, and you know, muscular, he can take you down and, and, and hold you there and grind you out and go the full 15. So going to take Petrino. I'll take him to win the decision. I think it's going to be a close fight. I think he'll lie on those takedowns. But again, if he can't get the takedown, this fight's on the feet. I think Badescus can, can outstrike him. So, yeah, I mean, based on the line, I would almost think it's dog or pass, but I, I don't have enough um, confidence in the dog to take him out, right? So I'll, I'll take Petrino by decision. What do you think? I really like Modestus, but I'm going with Petrino here. I think Petrino, uh, A, got his home advantage in this one, you know, B, 
I, I just think he has more upside here. And home offenses doesn't always make sense, you know, because, I mean, Bukaskas defeat Tyson Pedro when he came back in the UFC, right? I think that was in Australia on a short notice. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm taking Petrino here. I think he wins. I also think he gets a finish late in the fight. And I'm taking him by submission in the third round. I mean, it's possible, too. Because, um, man, like I said, his cardio definitely held up in the last fight. Got a couple other guys in the chat. We got our boy Fight Talk again, once again, man. Thanks for the artwork, as always, my brother. And we got Craig in here as well. Craig, what's up, man? Also, John's here as well. John, what's up, man? All right, we'll go to the next fight here, guys. We got it's a fight that should be on the main card. Renat Drakardinov against Elizu Zaleski, Zaleski Dos Santos. I, again, I don't – I think this fight should be on the main card. I don't really understand why it's buried on the prelims. Like, it's not even the featured bout in the prelims. It's just very bizarre to me. I don't, I don't get it. Um, anyways, odds for this one, yeah, Renat's favorite, minus 345, Zaleski plus 275. Marcel, I mean, I, I think we speak for both of them. We're take, I, I mean, we're both taking Renat. We're both taking him. We, I know you're taking him. I'm taking him. I think Renat is really fucking good. I think he's, like, more than really good. I think he's a potential title challenger. I think he's that good. He's won 20 straight fights. And in the UFC, he's looked fucking amazing. Destroyed Kevin Lee. <clears throat> Brian Battle smoked him. Brian Battle's a really good fighter. He had 14 minutes and 11 seconds of ground control time in that fight. That's insane. Like, Brian Battle's a really good fighter. He's 5-1 and one in the UFC. That's his only loss. And he got, I don't even know why they made that fight. When you look back at it, it's kind of weird that they, they gave Battle that fight. But Wasn't it short notice? It might have been. I can't remember. And then the other guy was that the Greek guy, Andreas Mikolaitis, the guy who fell in the cage against uh, – was it against Medeskis? I think it was, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, the guys looked amazing. 20 straight wins, right? Like, he's just so dangerous everywhere. Really good grappling, power in his hands, submissions. Again, I don't want to write off Zaleski completely either because he's 10 and 3 in the UFC. He's very good. He's a winner of Strong Strickland by knockout, right? Benoit Sandy. Yeah, destroyed Benoit Sandy. Like, you're talking about 10 7 rounds. I mean, that could have been in that fight, right? 29 26. Very, very uh, lopsided scorecards. Um, He's a good fighter. But the 65% takedown defense is just not good enough. I don't think that's Renat. I think he gets taken down. I think he'll survive because most of his fights do go to decision, you know, his losses especially. So I think it's going to go to decision. But I think Renat controls the fight and wins 30.7. What do you think? Uh, I feel the same way. I think Renat wins the fight. You know, uh, Zaleski Dos Santos is a good fighter. I really I really enjoy watching him normally. Um but yeah, I think Renat probably gonna wrestle heavy. You know, maybe even yeah. gets it. I wouldn't be surprised if he finishes him, to be really honest. But the I think the safe pick is a unanimous decision win for Renat here, and that's what I'm going to do, going to do. And uh, Renat uh, came into the rankings last week, so he's actually number fifty now. And so, well deserved, uh, in my opinion. Yeah. I, I think he deserves to be um, ranked in that spot. Also, it looks like UFC stats and topology has a different order, so I. I went by the topology order because oh god, I, what did they what did they do now? They flipped over the Marcos and Hugo fight. It looks like so. My if you're looking at UFC stats, which I am using, um, last night I went through topology and because I had to take out the Onama and Alexander fight, um, but I just refreshed. Oh, I just refreshed it. That's what happened actually. They actually had oh. the Alexander fight listed like five minutes ago. Isn't that crazy? Oh, and yeah, and, and Brenner against Rebo features off. Oh fuck! What happened? I, I heard that. No. That, that something was, but oh. I didn't. I wasn't sure. So no, but, that was a good fight. That sucks. Yeah, I don't know if it's really off, but it's off UFC it's stats off now. UFC so. stats. It must be off yeah. the card then. Fuck sakes. Yeah, and then Renat's going to be the headliner of the. Okay, so we we just we just spoke into existence. Renat and Zaleski is now the prelim headliner 
Okay, yeah. so that just happened, guys. Literally, I refreshed the page and I'm like, what the fuck? Because I'm like, wait, did I get this wrong? So, okay, that's that wasn't on me. That was on the, the page. So, looks like we just lost Elvis Brenner, guys, and uh, Esteban Rebovich. That fucking sucks. Damn it. That sucks. All right. Well, regardless, um, anyways, let's go to the next fight, which is, would be, <laughs> again, which will be before this fight, but we got Victor Hugo against Daniel Mar- uh, Daniel Marcos, and this fight has Marcos's favorite minus two fifty Hugo plus two I want to hear your thoughts on this one, man. Yeah, I think that's a fun fight, man. To be honest, you know, it was actually Daniel Marcos against Daniel Santos. You know, Santos pulled out. It's now Victor Hugo. Um, Victor Hugo, he he uh, he got the recently got signed by the UFC by the Dana White Contender Series, right? Got that the nasty knee bar over the ch- over the guy from Chile. Um, He's a fun fighter. What I've seen so far, you know, he's he's actually a, a pretty a pretty big finisher. Um, thing is, with Daniel Marcos, I, I also like what I've seen from him. You know, besides that Davy Grant fight, that was like kind of mm, yeah, he could have lost that one. Yeah, I think yeah, you I know, but um, yeah, yeah. So it's 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 a little bit difficult, you know. But man, I think it's a close fight. But I'm picking Victor Victor Petrino. I'm picking Victor Hugo by. Uh, I think I think you're picking by split decision. <laughs> Ooh, there you go, Marcel. Do you have the, do you have the music loaded up? You better you better have the. No, loaded, I don't. Buddy. I don't have. And then All my, right, woof, my... woof, woof. We'll just do it myself. You find uh. it. But uh, you know what, man? I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the consensus dog here with Marcel. I'm gonna take Victor Hugo too. Like. I didn't like what I saw from from Daniel Marcos in his last fight. I understand it's only one fight. He's looked pretty good overall. He's undefeated. I get that. But I just don't think it was a great look. And, like, I think Hugo is really good and underrated, man. Like, he's on a long win streak himself. What is it, like, 12 fights in a row or something? Like, it's, yeah, 13 fights in a row. And, like, finishing all these fights, like, dangerous on the ground. He has power, too. I think he's good. He's fought and he's fought pretty good competition. Look at the guys he's fought in the last few fights, like 16-1, 15-7, 23-9, 17-8. Like these are not bums. He's fighting. Like they're guys with tons of experience. Um, I kind of feel like he's the more well-rounded guy. I feel like if the fight goes to the ground, he'll have the advantage too. Like Marco's definitely a dangerous striker, but man, I just did not like how he looked in the last fight. I thought he lost the fight. And I'm I'm losing to Dave Grant's not a bad loss by any means. It's just like it was very low volume. Just wasn't what I expected from this dude. And now, you know, he is Peruvian, you know, he's South American, I get that, but he's going into, you know, Hugo's homeland here in Brazil and you're going to have the people chanting, you're going to die, and, and uh, the other guy's fucking dangerous. So, you know, I, I, plus 205, Marcel, I think it's definitely a dog that's worth a shot on. I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of glad you picked him too because I, I was looking at him all weekend. So, Victor Hugo, by, by, I, think, I think he could stop this dude personally. So, you got the, you got the, you got the, the woof woof. <laughs> I don't have a man. I'm sorry. I, That's okay. I, don't I, worry. We're going to load it next time. But we have a consensus dog. There you go. That's better than these. We got a consensus dog, guys. So there we go. All right. Let's go to the next fight here. We got um, El- oh, Do you want to just give your pick on Elvis Brenner just in case it does pop back up? Do you want to want to give your pick? Who are you going to pick for Elvis Brenner and Esteban Rebovich? Who would I would have picked pick? Brenner. Me too. I would have picked him too. Again, I was at Rebridge's last fight against Camuela Kirk, and like he really won that with his wrestling. His striking was not the most impressive. Like it was okay, but I just think Brenner's so dangerous. And like, uh, man, beating Garam is just like such a big win for him, in my opinion. So I would have picked Brenner, and he was like minus 150, I think. I, I think it was something that I would have looked at for a bet, but it looks like the fight's not happening. So that's too bad. All right, go to the next fight here. We're back to the main card, guys. Ishmael Bonfim taking on Vince Pachel. Bonfim is a big favorite here, man. He's uh, 
massive favorite to, to open up the main card. Minus 455, plus 350 on the shelf. I'll tell you right now, Mark, so I, I just think the odds are too high, personally. Like, I, I wouldn't – I know people are going to parlay this guy. He should win. He's in Brazil. He's the young prospect. But he's not like he's undefeated. His brother is the undefeated guy. This guy's lost four times. And looking back at that that, that Ben Watson-Dini fight, if you look back at the other guy's career, I think he's I think all his losses are by submission, like including against Renato Macano like 10 years ago. So he's been submitted before. He's definitely a dangerous striker. He's definitely a good fighter. But, like, it's not like he's completely, um, you know, flawless in his performances, in my opinion. So I don't know. Again, like, he should win. He's dangerous as fuck. But Pichel, again, only one knockout loss, and it was against Houston, Houston Habilov, where he got slammed. He's never actually been, like, cleanly knocked out. His only other loss by submission that Greg Gillespie was an amazing grappler five years ago. Like, I understand he's, you know, he's on the decline. He lost to Mark Madsen's last fight. It wasn't a great look. But, again, you know, he's a guy that's been in there for some really tough fighters. He's a grinder. I, I don't know. Like, I don't, I, I don't want to say he's a live dog because I'm not picking him by any means. And I, 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 all the dogs we've talked about, he's not high on my list. But at the same time, like, if Ishmael, you know, can't finish him, because he'll probably win the first round, Ishmael, but just he doesn't finish him. Like, I think Pichon could have some success with the grappling as the fight goes on. We know he, you know, trains at elevation. He's a, he's a really good grappler, man. And um, he's tough. He's very tough. So, I'll take Ishmael by, by decision. I'm picking him by decision because I think Vince can at least tough it out to the to the to the scorecards. So that's my pick here. But I, I'm not parlaying this guy, to be honest. And and we'll talk about his brother in a minute. But like I don't think these guys are like, you know, or this guy's a lock by any means personally. So what do you think, man? I feel the same way, man. Pichel can always surprise, you know. He's a tough veteran. We all know that. Um and the thing is, like with Ismail Bonfim, I like him a lot, but we also seen his flaws. You know, the, the Benoit Saint-Denis fight wasn't good, for example. Um, and he he created a lot of hype for himself for that uh, Terrence McKinney win, right? So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm taking Bonfim for sure. I'm pretty sure he wins the fight, but I don't see him getting a finish. I feel the same way, actually, as you. I also feel a decision might be uh, the most... Uh, might be the best option to pick here. So, uh, yeah, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Yeah, if anything, maybe that's the way to look at it. They'll look at the over or look by it like, on points instead. Because I think most people will think this guy will finish him. But, again, Vince is tough to finish. He's only been finished twice in his whole career. Um, by Gregory Gillespie against Houston Havlov, where he's got that suplex slam. That was like 10 years, 11 years ago. So, I, I think this other guy's very interesting. What did Pichal say about Tony? What did he say about him? Do you know? I don't know what he said. I have no idea. What oh yeah, I, I actually seen that. Yeah. What What did he say? Um, he said he said like uh, when I, I think when he was uh, he had an injury or something. I think something with his shoulder. Uh, he came back and Tony was in his gym and he actually didn't want to have Tony in his gym because he was like, nah, I, I don't feel good vibes with him. But he was like, fuck it, you know, let, let it go. And then he specifically told Tony like, please. I'm just back with my shoulder injury. Please take that in mind when we're going to roll. He's like, okay. He's saying the first thing he did is kept me in a straight arm bar or something and didn't let go. So from that moment, he was like, That's, that guy's a dick. Fuck him. You know, something like that. Fair I think he, I, I think it was with an interview with James, I think. I, I'm not sure. Why is Marcelo looking woke up at short notice? <laughs> did you Let's bring be, up? No, man. That's because I'm fat and I have more fat in my, uh, for my eyes because it's more like this, you know. But no, I don't know, man. I, I'm just always look sleepy i guess i don't know maybe i look horny i have no idea yeah <laughs> by the way topology yeah they, they have an extra law i was just looking at renat's record so renat's 22 22 and 2 on topology 21 and 1 on ufc so i i really have no idea to be honest with you 
Because if, if he does have that loss, then it's not 25 wins, but I digress. All right, let's go to the next fight here. Another interesting fight. Adolfo Vierting and Armand Petrosian. Pick a fight, Marcel, minus 110 each. Give me your thoughts, man. This is a very difficult one again, you know, for the simple reason that we know Rodolfo has that great car, that uh, great cardio, and I mean the opposite, uh, you know, but he's very dangerous in the first round. He finished Cody Brundis in the second round was pretty much because Cody made a mistake, you know, and uh, he almost got finished in the first round by Cody. If you look at Armin Petrosian, I really have underestimated the guy through his UFC career. He really uh, did well against uh, Christian Leroy Duncan last time out, a fight you picked well, by the way. Um yeah, I, I got to go with Armin Petrosian here, man. If he can survive the first round, he is definitely a guy uh, who, who can win the fight, you know? And I also think he's a favorite in this fight, and I think more people think that. It, so, it's yeah. like a pick him right now, but yeah. Uh, I, mean, he, I think he was a favorite, you know? It's Okay, it's minus 112 now, so it went up by two uh, cents. It's I, not really – it's like basically a pick him. But I think – I'm pretty sure Rodolfo opened as the favorite, right? So the lines kind of flipped a little bit. Um, not flipped, but you know what I mean? Like it's shaded a little bit towards Armin. So you're picking Armin? Um, yeah, I'm picking Armin. I'm picking him by decision or a late finish. Well, I have the same pick as you, man. I'm also liking Armin by decision. I actually, I think I like him quite a bit here. I'll be honest with you, Marcel. Like, I think he's a really, really good fighter, like, and more well-rounded, right? Like, very good striker. And I think, again, he doesn't have a lot of experience, but he's learning on the job. They both have the same amount of experience, actually, 11 fights. But he's just, like, learning on the job. And I think the grappling is getting a little bit better, too. Like, the AJ Dobson guy is not a bad fighter. And, and I mean, he took him down three times, but wasn't able to really hold him. Same with Greg Rodriguez again, took him down a couple times, but couldn't really hold him on the ground. Um, Peralo did, I get that. Vieira could, but the problem with Vieira is the cardio, right? Like, I don't trust it at all. If I had to guess here, Marcel, I think Vieira probably wins the first round and then Gath is out again and gets tired again and loses the second and third round. Petrosian wins the decision. Maybe he gets finished late, possibly, but this is one of the fights where I do like the foreigner as well. I'm going to go with the foreigner here, Armin Petrosian. I'll take it by decision. But a third-round stoppage is definitely in play, in my opinion, too. You know, potentially a second-round stoppage. Um, yeah, I think I think at, at, at even odds, I, I don't think he's a, a bad bet, personally. Um, I just think, again, the advantages of the cardio, the striking. Like, the grappling is where his disadvantages, but I think he can survive, man. I really do. So, I'm picking him, bro. I'm with you on this one. I, I like Armin, man. I, I think Superman's going to get the win in this one. So, both in the same, same pick. It's... Brenner and Rebrick's actually off. It's off UFC stats, so yeah, it looks like it's off, man, unfortunately. I don't know, Marcel may be trying to get confirmation on it. So. Yeah, I, I've heard literally like an hour ago that that fight was in danger, but I wasn't sure that it was what, off. What side do you know is the um, danger? Can you say? You can't say. Okay. I, the, the only thing I know is that likely Brenner needs a new opponent, but... Okay, maybe they'll add him back to the card, hopefully. All right, let's go to the next fight here, guys. we got, Kyle, speaking of the devil, Kyle Bahario taking on Ibus Megamedov. He took the fight on short notice. And for this one, we got Bahayo is favored, and he is uh, minus 250, plus two, 205 on Abus. The lines actually went down in Bahayo. He opened up as a bigger favorite, minus 360 so or something like that. So the lines – or actually, he opened at minus 425. The line has just gone down and down, which is kind of weird in my opinion because I, I, I think he clearly wins this fight, Marcel. I really like him in this fight. At minus 250, I think that's a discount. How does how does how does that boost win? Knocks him out? I, I don't think so. Bahio is just such a good grapple. He's fighting at home. He's on this long win streak. He's been dominating guys. Gets his first finish, his last fight in the UFC. Dominating guys, great cardio. The whole fighting nerds team are fucking awesome. They're all really good fighters. 
And Bruce is, I don't think he's, I think he's overrated. I, I understand, you know, Strickland Walsh doesn't look as bad now because Strickland became champ. It doesn't look as bad because he won the first round. But again, the, the cardio is a major concern here against a guy like Bahio, who has phenomenal cardio, like some of the best cardio in the division and some of the best grappling in the division. Um, I, I think, you know, if Bruce might win the first round, it might be a little sketchy if you're betting on Bahio, like, like, I, like I will. But after that smooth sailing, I think Bahio takes him down. Drags this into deep waters. I think he finishes the fight in the second or third round. So, Bahio by submission again, Marcel, like his last fight. That's my pick here, man. I really like him in this fight. I really like this fighter. I think he should be top 15 soon, personally. I think he should be there right now. I think he's that good. So, Bahio by, by late stoppage. What do you think? Yeah, man. I'm also picking Kyle Barayo. actually talking to him tomorrow. So, looking forward to that. Um, yeah, I think... Okay, pick Magomedov. You know, Magomedov uh, showed he had gas for one round in his last fight against Sean Strickland, you know. Uh, and I know Sean Strickland is a champion now, definitely, you know, but I don't see any upside here to pick Magomedov. I think Barayo has looked dominant in his UFC fights. His, his uh, jiu-jitsu is, super, is very good. His, his uh, ground control is really strong. Um, and he got that finish last time against Mikhail Oleksiejczuk. Um Good fighter, talented guy, fun guy as well. Uh, Kyle wins this, I think, and I think Kyle wins it with a submission. I even think in the first round already, man. If I'm honest, the first round, wow. Okay, so yeah. I mean that's possible too. Like I said, I think Ibus will do pretty well the first couple of minutes, and then he'll gas out again. That's what I think. Like I just don't think his game plan will work in this fight. So that's why we both have the same pick on that one. A couple of comments here: Pierre Muniz, Carbon Copies. Yeah, that'd be a good fight actually. Wait till that boost dominates. That's what I was thinking too just now, actually, because I think he might win the first round and then you'll get a better price. Of but I still think minus 250 is not bad. And it's possible, man, that like the line won't even be that much different because the books will know he's in the gas. So a boost better striker, more experience, just have to get cardio. I think the card, I don't, John, I think his last fight was in July. I just don't think four months is enough time to really, you know, get his cardio up to the point where he beats Bahio. And again, it is short notice too for a boost, right? Uh, Bahio was supposed to fight who again, Marcel? He was, was supposed to. F- Oh God! Is it Chris? Uh, oh, no, no, Sultan Ruzibayev. Oh yeah, yeah, Nur Sultan Ruzibayev. I actually would have liked him in that fight too. Although Nur Sultan, you know, is an interesting fighter because of my old experience in the, in the uh, wins. And I, I would have still picked Kyle probably. I think, man. Same here. All right, here's a fight that I don't understand why it's first off on the main card. <laughs> they, well, they have to put the fatties on the main card, right? They always have to put the heavyweights on the main card, the unranked heavyweights, and and it's a rematch that just doesn't really fucking make sense. Like I don't understand this. I just don't get this fight. Why did they book this fight? Rodrigo Yogi Bear Nascimento against Dante Mays King Kong. So you got Yogi Bear against Lord Lord Kong, I should say, not King Kong. Lord Kong and, and Yogi Bear Marcel and um, Yogi Bear's favorite. He did win the first fight by submission. Now he's favored again. He is a minus one eighty five favorite, plus one fifty four in Dante Mays. I want to hear your thoughts on this fight, Marcel. What do you think? Like, uh, first off, like, why do they book this rematch? And second off, like the main card placement, but just your your pick as well. Go ahead. When I saw this rematch, the only thing I was like, why the hell, you know? I mean, you got a lot of different heavyweights on the car uh, uh, on your roster. Why would you match these two up again? I don't get it. I don't get it at all, you know? And there's no hit against Dontel Mays or against Rodrigo Nascimento, but it's just weird, you know? Why would you do it? And put it that high on the card. It's like, it's not, this is like the fight, like, why? It, it, it feels like the Anthony Smith, Ryan Spann second booking recently, which was pretty unnecessary. This is even more unnecessary, in my opinion. This feels like Nick Lance, Charles Oliveira 3. You know what <laughs> I mean? It's like, 
why? You know, I, I really don't get it. Yeah. Um, and there was also no explanation for it. Actually, a colleague of mine asked me today, is like, why did they rebook this fight again? Like they fought before. I was like, everybody's wondering, you know? Um, yeah. Listen, man, I don't want to go too into too, too deep into this fight because I don't think I, I care enough about it. But I'd go with Rodrigo Nascimento again. Why would I go with Mace? You know, I know Mace won against Arlovski last time, but yeah. I'm going with Nascimento, uh, and he gets a first-round knockout, and if not, it will be a decision. So I'm going with a first-round knockout for Nascimento. Yeah, I, I don't like know. Like Ron I, I got to be honest, I don't know, because I just don't know if I can trust this guy. I think he's looked fucking terrible lately since since his uh, drug suspension. He's looked, I think, terrible. I like, I don't really know if he should have got the wins over Latifi and Bozer. Like, I don't know for sure if he really won yeah, those I fights. I agree with that. And if he'd lost them, then he'd be on a four-fight win this streak right now. Like, he looked really good when he came to the UFC, and then obviously that that went over uh, Mays. Like it was it was nice, but it was also three and a half years ago. Like Mays is then training with John Jones with the wrestling. I think he's got his wrestling up now. Um, he showed more power, obviously, in the last fight with the knockout win over or Olovsky. That was a nice knockout win comeback. I'm not saying this guy's good. Like I'm, I don't I don't think he's very good at all. But at the same time, like I don't think Nasty Mental is that good. I, I I don't think he's as good as I thought originally. I really don't. So. It, this is one of those fights where, like, when they book these kind of weird rematches, it always makes you wonder, like, does UFC stop seeing something that I don't see? And I kind of feel like maybe that's the case here. So it, it, it's not a confident pick. I'm not running to the window to bet on Lord Kong here at plus 154, but I'll take it by knockout, Marcel. We have a different pick. I'll take a dog here. Take a dog shot here on the on the, uh, on the, the heavyweight here to, to get the knockout. Um, not convinced Nasty Mitchell's chin is very good. And, Although Kong is Lord Kong is just not very good in general, I do think mm -hmm. he could have made some improvements with the grappling, get with Jones training with him, and if he can keep the fight on the feet, you know, maybe he can keep it staying. And who knows? Maybe he's gonna maybe Nascimento goes for a takedown and, and he he rips his pectoral muscle and he wins by by injury TKO, just kind of like uh, what he did to John Jones. <laughs> it's possible. Yeah, exactly. Look, Mays finished Jones exactly right. He won by TKO injury. So, um. Yeah, Nascimento is favored. I got that he won the first fight, but I'm with, I'm with our boy Crazy Pato here. I got I got an amazing by TKO Mar, so we got a different pick here. Maybe Peroni, maybe John Jones demanded it. Possibly that, that possibly could be it, but yeah, it's just it's weird. And you think that if they did that, why wouldn't they put him on the New York card with John, right? Because he's John's boy, obviously him and uh, yeah, man, they, they they could have put him on the pay per view, right? To boost that would have made more home. sense. This is just it's weird. This is a weird. This is weird. I mean so. the pay per view portion, the main card, right? Yeah. I, mean, I mean, fuck, dude. There's 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 some fights on there that probably shouldn't be on that card. So we'll just say that. All right, let's go to the next fight here. Co-main event: Gabriel Bonfim against Nicholas Dalby. Odds for this one: Bonfim minus five seventy five, massive crazy. Visit. Dalby plus four twenty five. Obviously, I'm, we're. I mean, I think I speak for you too. We're both going to pick Bonfim. I'm I'm picking him obviously, and I'll take him by stoppage. But it is an interesting fight because Dalby's never actually been submitted. Exactly. Um, he did get submitted once by uh, Jesse Ronson, but the fight was overturned. So that True. is something to keep in mind. He has been submitted, but it was overturned. Because if you look at his resume, it says no submission losses. And, and that's the thing. Like, Dalby's – I think he has some advantages in the fight, Marcel. Like, he does have the better cardio, I'd imagine, right? Like, it's, this guy, Bonfim, basically finishes you in the first round or bust. Um, mm -hmm. Dalby's, you know, proving he can go three rounds. He's a decent striker. He's a decent, well-rounded fighter. Like, his record is – what is it? Uh, six – Six three and one in the UFC. Yeah, six three one and one in the UFC. It's not a bad record. Tons of experience. He has fought in Brazil before. He fought as Lazio Zaleski de Santos in Brazil. Beat him in his debut by split decision. So he's fought there before. Um, I think he can make it a, a, a tougher fight than the odds indicate. I still have to pick Bonfim. I'm high in the guy. I think he probably gets the sub. But 
both the Bompy brothers this week, Marcel, like you look at their odds, they're both like huge favorites. And like, I'm not like, these are guys that if you bet that you have to be like basically 99% sure they're going to win. And I'm not, I'm not. So I'll pick the guy. He probably should win. Uh, he should win. He probably does win. Probably submits him. I'm just, I don't like, I don't like the odds. What do you think, man? Um, the odds are way too high in my opinion, you know, um, or are not really good. Um, I, I think it's way closer than it, than, than people think it is. Um, the thing is, like you said, man, Dolby is super tough. You know, we all know that. And, um, Bumfim, listen, man, I would have been really concerned if Bumfim never got a finish outside of the first round, but he did. He got some, he got third round finish. He got second round finish. Um, that said, I think the longer the fight goes, the better it goes for Dolby, likely, you know. I think Bonfim catches him quick, and I think he gets a submission, and that would be officially the first stoppage loss of Dolby's career. Um, yeah, I'm going Bonfim first-round submission. It's maybe crazy, but yeah. it's crazy because I say the, the, the odds don't make sense, but still I'm picking him first-round submission, you know, but yeah. I think it's a lot closer than, than it should be, you know what I mean? It's, there is a lot of, uh, how do you say that? It, it's not like clear-cut he's going to win by first-round submission or whatever, you know? It's it's like it can go many ways. So. Like I said, I think the Bershaw fight's the same way. Like if he doesn't, if that Ishmael guy doesn't finish him early, you know, you can grind out the win, same with Dolby. I think it's possible, right? But again, yeah. the guys look great. There's no, You have to pick him here. It's just... Is the juice worth the squeeze? Minus five seventy five. It's, it's pretty high, man. It's 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 really high. So, uh, da, da, da. both bomb and dog wins by decision, possibly. I mean, pop two. But this one we're almost done, and then we'll do a short one doing the, the questions and answers. And you can ask some questions, pop. But we'll take your questions on there. All right, last fight here, guys. We got Derek Lewis taking on Jailton Almeida, the main event of the evening. Almeida, another fucking massive figure here in Brazil, Marcel. He is minus 470, Derek Lewis plus 360. Listen, like, we all love Derek Lewis, but I think he gets taken down and, and finished in the first round of this fight. Um, again, the odds are so high. Minus 470 sucks. The odds suck, but I just think Jailton's grappling advantage is so big in this fight, Marcel, that he's going to get him down to the ground and finish him early. I don't think he'll need very long. I don't think he'll need the full five rounds in this fight. And Derek Lewis, again, short notice, only had a few weeks to prepare. We know we can get out of shape between camps. If the Derek Lewis that fought Mark Curse Rogerio in the last fight where he showed up with fucking eight pack, like maybe, but I just I don't know. He got his big contract. He's 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 helping the UFC out here. You know, he'll it's not like he's gonna get cut by any means. I just don't I don't like the matchup for him. I will say I don't I don't agree with like I looked at the rankings today. Jailton's ranked higher than Derek Lewis. I don't know, I don't agree with that. I think Derek's accomplished more in the UFC should be ranked a little higher than Jailton, but after this fight, it, it won't matter. So Almeida, first round submission. That's my pick. What do you think? Jelton Almeida, round one, eight, one minute, 18 seconds, and rear naked choke. There you go. So we got the thing pick. And yeah, Lewis is a big boy. There's no doubt. That's the one concern I have with, with Jelton being, you know, a smaller heavyweight. I, I, I will say that's a bit of a concern against a guy like Derek, who's, you know, he cuts weight to make 265. So that's a concern. But again, like, I don't know, man. I don't trust this ground game. Like, look at the Spivak fight two fights ago, guys. Like, that's what I think happens here. And I know Spivak, you know, is a bigger boy than than uh, Jailton, but you know, Almeida fighting at home and 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 just there's there's a lot of um, opportunity here for him. He gets this win over, over Lewis, six straight wins in the UFC. I mean, that puts him in the top five, I would imagine. Go ahead, Marcel. Lewis has a chance until Jailton gets him to the ground. That, that's, that's the thing. Like, Lewis has a chance. Like, 
honestly, I feel like it's like the last one. He's gonna have to land like a flying knee or a punch in like, yeah. the first, you know, ten seconds. Because once the fight starts going to the ground, it's over. It is over, and 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 the thing is, like, I don't because Jailton is not like because he doesn't have to cut weight. I don't think he's gonna get tired. You know, I think he can go. I don't. I mean, we'll see if he can go five rounds. I don't think it's gonna get that far. I, I'll Dude. say this: if it if it goes to, like the fourth and fifth round, yeah, it's a little concerning because he's never been that far. But like. I don't think it gets that. Like, I think it finishes under one and a half. I'm pretty it's sure. It's a fucking specimen, dude. I mean, yeah. yeah. Who's his manager? Is it? Is it uh, our boy uh, Tiago? Uh, Tiago Okamura? Yeah. 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 There's a. There's yeah. A if, uh, if it's uh, if, if I mean, I still need to confirm, but I likely have an interview with Charlton on Thursday. So yeah. Excellent. All right. Well, there you go. Um, yeah, it's short notice. Exactly. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. Like, is, is he going to be in, in crazy I'm, shape? I don't know. It actually sucks, man. I really wanted to see Jonathan fighting Curtis for this, for the reason that I wanted to see him fighting. Yeah, exactly. Because Curtis has been like, for years, he's been known as the best wrestler pretty much at heavyweight, you know? And I really wanted to see him against Jonathan. And that sucks, you know? You got a completely different matchup now with Lewis West, like, Pretty much the opposite, like the, the knockout artist, you know what I mean? And this is like st uh, style versus style. And I, I don't say Jalton doesn't have punching power, but he prefers the ground game, obviously. And Lewis obviously prefers the stand-up game. So it's like striker versus grappler. And uh, I really would have loved to see the grappler versus grappler here. But uh, kudos for Lewis to stepping up here, going to Brazil, uh, fighting uh, this guy who is like, on, the, I think, on a 45 win streak or something, you know? Agreed. I'm just gonna we'll get a couple of comments here. Gonna be crazy and Springland Lewis by knock. I mean, that's how he wins, right? He wins by knock, he doesn't win by submission. <laughs> if you pick Lewis, you gotta go with first round knockout, you know. Yeah. Jailton wins if you fight gone or ask no, he fights gone, I think. I would imagine, right? That would be the fight, right? Yeah, I actually listen, man. I, we we can discuss this uh in, in the next podcast, the, the Aspinal Pavlovich match. Sure, I, yes, I think we'll it. save it. Yeah, I have it on my list of the fights. Yeah. Jail can take a hard loose, but we'll see. I mean, this is a great question. Can he take a punch? I think so, but I think Jailton has been knocked out once, right? I'm pretty sure he's been he's been knocked out once in his career. That's possible, that. maybe early. 19 and two with one knockout loss. Yeah, he's been he's been knocked out. I think I saw the fight. I can't remember, but he, he got I think he got caught. Yeah, 16 seconds. Exactly right. He got knocked out in 16 seconds. Yeah, Lewis is going to have possible. to win this fight in like one minute. I think yeah. that really is how much time he has to win the fight. Yeah. So it's possible. You know, there's a there's like a prop on the fight ending in like the first minute. Maybe that's the way to go in this fight. Because if you like Lewis, because I don't think he wins after that. Like, I understand, you know, you knocked out Volkov with like ten seconds left or whatever. Like, it's, it's there was a hill Mary pretty much. Yeah, yeah, I don't see that happening here. But it is MMA. It is MMA. And, True. But like, look at this guy's record right now. He's on a fourteen fight win streak. He's he hasn't lost in five almost six years. He's fin he finishes every single fight. He's never been the He's been in distance once and lost, but he's never, you know, lost the decision. Um, yeah, no, I, dude, it's I, really good. He is. I, I do. I do. I, I will say though, like again, I, I'm, I'm still not sure. It, 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 it it's crazy because he started as a welterweight, right? Now he's in the heavyweight, so it, it, I'm still one, not sure if this is the right weight class for him. But I agree. At this point, like it's hard to doubt it because when he first made the drop, I wasn't sure, and he's looked amazing the last two fights. So. Uh, last three four fights, I should say. So, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure he went. All right, are there a couple of other questions? Uh, Edward, Bart, you ask us that by every time, I think, right? We don't know. I haven't heard, man. I'm yeah, possibly. We're gonna do another podcast in a minute here. Uh, Joe's the best takedowns, are, yeah, his takedowns are ridiculous. So, all right, Marcel, let's let's end this podcast, guys. I appreciate everyone joining us. We're uh, just gonna end this one.
We're going to start off the new one here in just a minute, just breaking down some of the new fight announcements. But Marcel, uh, for both of us, we appreciate everyone joining us. Follow him on Twitter and Instagram, Big Marcel 24 me, Emma Matt Martin. Go my bookies.com best bets coming out tomorrow for this card. Um, yeah, I appreciate you guys joining us. Oh, we got our boy Marcus here as well. Marcus, what's up, man? Glad to have you here. We're, like I said, we're going to start a new podcast here in just a minute, guys. We'll do about, you know, 20, 30 minutes just going through some uh, fight out and stuff. We've got John. Appreciate that as well, my brother. So we'll start it off in a minute, guys. We'll just wait a sec. I'll, I'll tweet it out. Marcel will tweet it. Just give us a second here. And uh, if not, you know, we'll see you guys next Monday. But just uh, stick around. we got Joe here. Joe, you missed the show, but come back in a minute, man. We'll start the new one up. Oh, I, I really predict three main events incorrectly. I, I gotta get. I gotta answer this one. I think you might be right. Right? He's probably right. Um, let me look at this. Yeah, the the, the Dawson, the Sodik against yes. Barbosa, and the Tar- yeah. No, he's right. Team. He's right. I mean, I'll own it. Right? Like the one, yeah. the, the first two. Okay, but the last one. I mean, I took a Sean Volk and it didn't work out. Like in hindsight, with the short notice, it was not the best dog pick. The other ones, Marcel, I don't know if I would have changed. I definitely wouldn't have changed the dogs. Like, even if Dawson fought Green again, I would still pick him. And with Sogeek, hey, I'll own that one. You know, that was that was the wrong pick. But the last one was the one that I, I wish I could take back. So, fair enough, Claudio. I mean, I, I'm here for the criticism too, man. Like, my picks have been, you know, lately not the best. So, uh, although the last car overall was not, not bad, but the main events have not been the best. I think all year, really. I mean, let's be honest. Like, I'm not here to, you know – to like sugarcoat anything like my picture here for public consumption right so i mean if, if uh, the wrong you're gonna hear uh, it you know we maybe have to gonna go against our own thoughts and pick the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> well we'll see hope i get this fucking one right i better get yeah. the minus 500 watch watch fucking Derek lewis knock one in a minute and then claudio's <laughs> gonna come back next week and tell me i'm four four straight losses so but anyways <laughs> no that's okay i appreciate you guys man no i appreciate it brother like again uh me and Marcel are honest guys. I'm a very honest guy. I'm, I'm not someone that lies or hides about anything. Um, all the pics are tracked. They're all mm-hmm. out there for public consumption. There's a guy named Brian on Twitter um, that like tracks them for all the handicappers on YouTube. There's like 40 guys that he tracks. Um, I'm kind of like in the middle of the pack right now. I'm not, that's okay, you know. Like I wish I had more time to do like really in depth tape, tape study like I did a few years ago, Marcel. But mm-hmm. I'm doing the best I can for the new fighters as well. So anyways, that's all I was going to say about that. But yeah, give us a minute. We'll start off the new podcast. Appreciate it, everyone. Peace.